Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This show is brought to you in association with Labbrooks for all your betting needs. With a new site design and great prices, it's our preferred bookie. New members can get a free match bet up to £50 when you sign up and use the code LAD50. Check on site for details at labbrooks.com. Hello and welcome to Footballistically Arsenal. It's a new season, Josh. Psychic Josh is here. I'm Boyd Hilton. We're back for um, new excitement. We've got a new kind of, do we call it a sponsor? We're in a new association with the Sun Dream Team situation. Where they're fantasy football. Thing. And a new venue. New venue. This is luxurious, this venue, I tell you. This is like being in... You're probably too young. Did you ever watch 30-something? The brilliant drama, yeah. You're, you're too young. Everyone is too young except me. It was saying this like advertising agency that was all exposed brick work and it was really modern. It was, like, it, it was the definition of trendy, modern, you know, media environment. And this is exactly like that, the studio we're now in. Proper professional. Fantastic. Yeah. I feel like we've got to raise our game. I think so. So we'll mention the, the, the something, because you went to the launch of it as well last night, didn't you? Did With, was it last night or Monday night? No, it was last night. You were obviously too busy. You I was flying back from New York, yeah. Were you flying? Was it, it was quite tight in the economy, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I just, listeners, <laughs> listeners, I've just told uh, Josh that I flew back uh, first class. Virgin upper class. Um, because, yeah, it's using my MRs. I didn't like, pay for it. I'm not that rich. It was fun, but it was amazing. And you got drunk on the way home. Well, I drank quite a lot of champagne, free champagne. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. We got offered beers on the way in, and boy chose a tea. Yeah, I'm drinking tea. You're drinking tea yeah. as well, though. I am drinking tea. I'm driving, to be fair. This fascinating early section. Yes. All, who was that who tweeted us saying... You, you got a tweet. Hoped, yeah, someone said... Saying, let's forward. talk about A-listers and yeah. dinners that you go to. Yeah. I said that my vision for the new series would be do more talk about uh, media A-list meetings and preposterous, yeah. wanky club level style stories so I've already started off with my and that's why we've got two great guests to talk about (laughs) let's not forget the two great guests we've got Pete Wood aka Le Grove who's back a uh, podcast regular who a couple of weeks ago you, you wrote a uh, one on your blog or you even tweeted I don't know how far you went with it but you basically you said you thought we could win the league or would could slash would win the league due to your inside information for people at the club and I challenged you on that are you still sticking with this theory? Uh, yeah Pete? Yeah, because I think, I think I there's, you've uh, been I think one of the more, like, I don't know, I use the word cynical lightly, but, you know, you're one of the more, I'm realistic, 
um, Arsenal bloggers that people have a go you constantly about your you slag off the club but now you're fully on board you think we're gonna yeah I, 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 I think that I have opinion that's kind of influenced by from good places and I think okay. that the places that it's being influenced are very very positive and I think when you look at uh, somebody somebody was talking today that everyone thinks that we're going to win the league because of uh, the Chelsea game at the weekend but I think actually everyone uh, people well, who think first, yeah, yeah. P- people who think we're going to win the league are looking at the 2015 form I think our defensive record is far better than anybody else uh, like we're going to score goals okay. all season I, you, I think I think we've I think we ironed out all of those problems that have dogged wow. us for years Let's, we'll get into you're this not, in more you're, you're negative, aren't you? You're yeah, totally. We'll get into this in more detail. I'm more unrealistic, Pete. Still, <laughs> you've been. I think you've been. Well, we'll talk about it in full shortly. Yeah. I think you've been lulled into a full sense of security. Um, and we're joined by the voice of Arsenal. Hello, I feel. Nigel Mitchell. Hi, Nigel. Hello there. You've been away with the team. You you are the match day announcer. Obviously, people will hit, recognize your voice. Yeah, I'm the uh, pitch side presenter. Pitch, uh, yeah, pitch side presenter, presenter. Match yeah. day announcer. Don't want to take that away from Paul, who's done it for 25 okay. years. But, so um, steady. Yeah. So you stand there interviewing legends. Yeah, very lucky. I constantly get told that it's the best job in the world, and I don't need to be told that. I know it is, and I it always pinch myself. I'm very, very lucky to do who it. Was the, who was it. the last home match of the season you did? Um, last home match was AP McCoy. Oh, yeah, that was yeah. it. Yeah. Who Which, just retired, of course. Yeah. He had, yeah. So we talked yeah. about his love of Arsenal. He, he still gets starstruck by Liam Brady yeah. and people like that, you know. And Thierry presented him with his um, Sports Industry Award, didn't oh, he? That's good. And. Um, you know, he said he still gets starstruck, which I find quite strange. You know, being yeah, such a superstar himself, um, the fact that he sort of becomes that little boy yeah. again when the footballers walk that in is amazing. And you were away with the team on their on their tour. Yeah, as first time I've been on tour, and um, I was there for the for the kit launch, the Puma away kit launch, yeah. and um, was working with Emirates as well for the business forum, and then did some bits and pieces um, throughout the week, including the fan party out there, and it was an incredible experience because we never get to see that side of Arsenal support well I've yeah. never because I've never been on the tour before so when you go and you see how huge Arsenal Football Club is around the world and how excited they are to see those players that they watch on TV and on the internet and to have that connection with them over six days yeah. I mean they'll be talking about it forever did you get to watch them there were a lot of videos posted on Instagram of the players in a swimming pool playing yeah. kind of throwing the ball at <laughs> yeah. each other did you get to watch that did you film it maybe uh, I, I uh, my works. colleagues uh, filmed film that so um, basically what happens is they, they're just messing around and then our cameras are rolling and then we go oh that might oh, okay. make a nice little feature oh, so they didn't stage it for the no, none, of, real. none of the keeping things it real. Yeah, keeping oh, it real it's, none of it's staged it's this all kind of insight so cynical on your this kind of insight that you don't go on other Arsenal podcast guys, yeah. though, do you? Absolutely. I'm mildly obsessed with those Instagram video things. No, by the way. there was one amazing head tennis game. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. They did about two or three of them. The I think it was Santi Cazorla's uh, head tennis, wasn't it, in the oh. pool? I think. Oh, well, they, but yeah. uh, no, they were just doing that, and our cameras yeah. were rolling. And um, for the majority of those those things, the cameras roll. There was there was one that we released yesterday with the photo booth. I don't know if you've seen yes, that. Yes, yes. Which was obviously staged, where yeah. people who just bought the kit. We said, well, let's go and get your photo in the Arsenal Stadium. And then, obviously, they had no idea that the players were there, so it created a great moment. Watch it on YouTube. It's brilliant. There's, it's a, there's a brilliant gif going around where somebody's put Roy Keane at the centre of that, <laughs> oh, and good. then the players come out behind his head showing off. It's Roy wasn't amazing. invited to that. I can't think yeah, why. No, no. That's, that's brilliant. <laughs> and we we're going to talk about the new kits. Kits, actually, mm. of course. The um, Pete has had... We, when we were always, this is always on the menu, talk about the new kits. But Pete has brought in his actual Arsenal... Not Arsenal mine, not mine. 
fine. No, uh, adults don't wear it? adults don't wear football kits. Oh, is it kids? Is it is for my big? dad? It's oh, my dad's fifty oh, ninth okay. birthday. Sadly, ah, okay. He's not. He's, <laughs> no, he's okay. letting himself down. He's good. Is there an age that you stop wearing? Because I agree, I stopped wearing in my early twenties. But then is it? Is there an age it's okay to start? I, I think after after thirteen, it's unacceptable. But quite quite. He got the he got the away uh, the home shirt last year. Yeah. And uh, Alexis Sanchez joined, and he got Alexis written on his back, and that's my mum's name. My mum that's was good. appalled. That's brilliant. Absolutely. You're more like Alexis from Dynasty. Uh, yeah, probably, yeah. Um, and of course, we'll, we'll talk about the uh, Community Shield. I was watching it in New York on my uh, iPad, I have to say. Everyone's like, uh, why you, have you heard of this pub? You know, the, what was it called, that pub? In, Blind Pig. The Blind, Blind Pig. Pig. Everyone's, mm. If you mm. mentioned, I mentioned I was in New York during the Community Shield, and I said I was, I was watching it on my iPad. And I was going, oh, she goes to Blind Pig, like I hadn't heard of it. You know, like they were, I literally yeah. had about 20 people going, if you have this pub called the Blind Pig, you should try it out. <laughs> I was like, yeah, if I could go there, I would have done, but I'm not, I'm miles away from there. Pure holiday, yeah. And I was having, a, it was a breakfast time in America, and I was at breakfast with three people, and I was still watching it on my iPad <laughs> while, during breakfast. There you go. Anyway, I wasn't paying maybe as much attention as you were, so we'll talk about that. Summer transfers, summer transfer of Peter Cech. Well, mm. oh, here we go. Well, have you got news? No, I haven't oh. got news. I'm not allowed to talk about Benzema. News, um, but uh, no, um, nothing, nothing on that. Oh, we've got He's doing that awesome like that well. it was very, we have, uh, uh, Just interesting, but just before you guys arrived tonight, I was just sort of checking out um, the Twitter feed. Obviously, our, our under, don't get too excited, our oh. under-19s are away at the moment on tour in South Africa. Yeah. And um, one of our new signings um, has scored a, a very nice goal. Oh, they, okay. they came from, um, from long. Geoffrey in Adelaide as well. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah, uh, Yassin, yeah. um, Yassin uh, Fortune as well. Um, okay. Came from from Long right. over the summer. Okay, and um, yeah, they've uh, some Yassin. Romanian guy as well. The under sixteen. Some, oh, I okay. just made that up. No, I think I mean, you're right. They're definitely ones for the future. I'm not sure we consider fifteen year olds. Adelaide was true, but Jeff got got a run out in the at, the, Leon, at, at, yeah. at um, look, the Emirates Cup and looked great, and he assisted with he the goal, did. didn't he? So he did look brilliant. Yeah. I would I would maybe okay. argue more than one. But good early strike there in the more than one signing theory. However, yeah. Um, are you probably going to come on to this? Go on. Um, We're freewheeling you, on the podcast. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah, you if you think you back like. to the Invincible season, who was our one signing? Yeah. But... Blame it. Yeah. yeah. But, can I just say, though, we had a pretty strong team the year before. I mean, you know, didn't we? We were... You know, it's not like... We, we hadn't been completely... We just won the FA Cup the year before. And the yeah, year before that. I think, well, since you're on it now, let's yeah. deal with it now. <laughs> I, I want to raise something. Okay, well, let me just... Let me make mention, do my rant first. Sure. Which is... Everyone's comparing it to that. But the difference is we were an absolutely brilliant squad then that was challenging for the league all the time. We were, it was us and Man United challenging for the league. Now, we haven't been challenging the league, seriously, for like, what, seven, eight, nine years. So it's different. So it's, you can't say... For me, it's like that. the squad we've got now didn't challenge for the league last season at all, seriously. And, and we haven't, we've improved it with, with a goalkeeper. And I think that's madness. And everyone's, for me, has like completely been brainwashed yeah. suddenly now into you've... thinking he's bought what we need. He hasn't bought what we need at but all. I, d- I, don't th- I don't think that... Um, I, 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 we've had some good squads over the last 10 years that he hasn't been able to push over the line because he's ignored like fundamentals, like keeping players fit, tactics, yeah. preparation, video analysis. Now he's bringing those things all into play, giving us those, at that extra 5 uh, okay. 10%. You right. look from 20, 2015, and how we played mm. like if, he, if, if we can put two halves of the season together which and when you look at the squad like we, we do have two really good starting 11s now mm. like I, I, I don't think we have a weak squad I think we've got a really really strong squad like look strong, at, 
uh, yeah, I saw your starting eleven theory. The second starting eleven surely couldn't compete. I, d- I think I think like the, the top team. I think, uh, I think we're covered in most positions. I think we? we're covered. I think the only like it, it would be great to have another Cochlin. Like that, right. that feels but like a now, massive miss. Since, since you mentioned that, so you're we watching the um, you know the Community Shield, and who comes? Arteta comes on. Now for me, that that's your problem. That's it. Already, yeah. you're signalling the fact that we've got still got Arteta. <laughs> Sorry, being horrible about. Sure, he's a lovely man, but for me, he is not the answer. He is one of the big problems that we haven't got rid of. Yeah, him. But, and if, if Arteta is the second one is going to come on repl- in, as our defensive midfielder, cover that's, that's, that's a, a disaster. But, uh, but if if uh, if if he just play, you know Jack Wilshire what's out of seven England performances playing in the defensive midfield role he's had six man of the match like that feels like a nice cover for yeah. Cochrane. Do you think Wenger thinks that though? I, well, I don't know I, th- yeah. I feel like the, the, the great thing about Arteta is he's going to get injured and he's going to be out <laughs> for three months instantly <laughs> so, he, so Wenger will be forced into making a decision like that if he runs Cochrane into the ground and I think the only other area like a striker is the is, yes. is the big issue yes. um, but I, I feel like I, and I, I feel like I'm being too positive I'm almost yeah, feeling Sick about it, but yeah. uh, like goals can come from so many places. I think Chamberlain's going to be yeah. brilliant this season. We've got Theo from the start yeah. this season. Sanchez will be second season. Ozil will hopefully start scoring more goals. Ramsey scores loads of goals anyway. Generally, like I feel like I feel like we can almost deal without. Yeah. Somebody better than Giroud coming into I know the side. You can argue that it was only pre-season, five games, or whatever. But fifteen goals in five games, yeah, is is not. It's not. And we've got a brilliant defence yeah. with but a better we, goalkeeper. We always do well pre-season, don't yeah. we? Pretty yeah. much. What I to say. Oh yeah, Josh, your um, point. Sorry, I interrupted you. Didn't <laughs> let you make it. So yeah. So what was your point you wanted to make again, Josh? Well, it was something along the lines of what Pete mentioned earlier about our defensive prowess in 2015 because Arsenal's gone on and on about the idea that we only let in 13 goals in the second 19, the second half of the Premier League season. So signing a, a better goalkeeper, admittedly, but how much better can we really be defensively? We're not going to go and let in many fewer than 13 goals in the next 19 Premier League games. And that's the worry about why I think at the moment there is so much positivism. positivism. It seems everyone wants to tip us for the league. Our prices come shorter and shorter. It was six to one. It's gone eleven to two. We're now four to one to win the league. You don't want to win the league. You don't think we're going to? Who are all these? Everyone who's tipping us no, to win the league? Arsenal fans. The Radio Times had a thing that all they, all they all said Chelsea was going to win the league. I think it's at one person today. But like, yeah, I think you, uh, but, honestly, all the things, all the in the papers there'll be like a tiny handful I, of people I, saying I, I Chelsea, all the people realistic we're going to say Chelsea I think Chelsea got Chelsea got problems I, I think Diego Costa is a good striker but I don't think he's in Aguero's league and that hamstring pings every other week it seems uh, they've got John Terry and like when, when it went for Rio it went badly wrong and I don't think that they've got somebody to come in who can do any, any anywhere near for the things that, that he's done over the years Ivanovic is old Aski Aspica Loqueta like I, I <laughs> I, I don't think he. I don't think he's the best. Like I, I, I think that I think that we've got a really good chance this season, and I think that Chelsea are definitely there for the taking if a few things go wrong for them this year. I think one of the major things um, f- from an Arsenal point of view is that this group of players have actually grown up together and have gelled together over a period of years now and being around the squad you can see I mean I've worked at Arsenal for seven and a half years this is the tightest group of players that I've seen in my time there and they are all playing for each other aren't they there's no individual really in that team and even the the, the big signings that have come in they're not eager they're all they're all friends they all play for each other and if you speak to Theo and all those guys they they say that that's one that not a secret weapon but that's one of the big 
weapons going into the new season. They don't have to know what each other's going to do because they instinctively already know that. Where if you go back to the title winning sides before with the Invincibles, they say the same things. You know, well, I knew he was going to play that pass there. I knew that. So with, with the new signings that Man United and Chelsea have made, they've got to learn all that. You know? Yeah. Being around the players over the summer there's definite feeling would you say Nigel that they believe they, they absolutely believe, believe they'll, they, absolutely. they can and will win the league absolutely you know winning's a good habit to get into and the back to back FA Cups and then the great pre-season we've had again you, you know it's pre-season you can't say well that's what we're going to win everything so I saw on Sunday we've won the treble <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? um, but it's, it's great form going into the new season it does send out a message and, and definitely that win over Chelsea psychologically is huge you know, it's, it, that was bigger for us on Sunday than it was for Chelsea. And I, I, I think the progress is is in the details. Like, and, and bringing bringing check in isn't just having a world class goalkeeper. It's having somebody that understands all of the little mm. things that Mourinho would do before those big games. So he's bringing that expertise into the dressing room. But like, actually having a plan going into games, um, I think we've we started to change things during the game. Like, like M- Mourinho wasn't. Mourinho was pissed uh, uh, at the weekend because Arsenal played a pragmatic game and he's never seen that and he's Mm. never expected that so we're playing pragmatically we've got a plan we're doing video analysis we left our principles in the dressing room yeah yeah and and that that was the best thing to hear (laughs) Arsenal fans have been waiting to play like that for years so um, and then like having fit players um, and not Mm. having that 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 annual car crash that we have I think that would really help let's stress that point though sure we've got a fit squad now but what makes you think we won't have the usual catalogue of injuries because I don't think that, I, I don't think 2015 uh, has been a, a fluke. Shav Forsyth is a is a World Cup winning uh, fitness coach, and he's got a voice at the table. Whereas you know t- Tony Colbert, you know a- allegedly wasn't the best fitness coach. I mean, and all you have to do is look at the terrible injuries we've had over the last 10 years to see exactly that he was a he was he's been a, a massive problem. Now we've got somebody in who understands like a, a modern approach to fitness, a modern approach to data, and hopefully we'll see that go through the whole season. Sure we'll get injuries, but I don't think we'll ever get the you know that that volume that we have had previously. And if you keep brilliant players fit and fresher for longer, um that allows you to progress and maybe catch up whatever the 15 points is that we were behind last year. My only argument is to, to what you, you both said, and I take, I take it on board, is that we started those, that tactical change last season, thank God. I mean, you're absolutely right. You know, it took, took years and years and years. But last year against City and again, mm-hmm. you know, those big teams, we started playing, we started changing our formation and, and, and playing more intelligently, I would say, against those big teams. So our results were better than they had, the disastrous ones we'd had previously. But apart from that, which so that started last season, we did you know we did better in those games. But we're still a long way behind, and I don't see Czech as being Czech. And who knows what's going to happen with it? I mean, we, you know, to, I just think you can't you can't assume this squad is strong enough. It's so much stronger than the team that was way behind. Chelsea last year and it's transformed and it's it, it, you're saying we're still not going to have games like we did against Monaco where we were absolutely terrible this tight-knit group they, they were, they're capable of playing terribly and being incredibly whether they're being kind of who knows whether they're being lazy or slightly not taking into account the opposition or whatever it is we're still capable I think this current team of playing that, like that and having really bad days I don't see the huge transformation whereas I think if Wenger had for me it's like the kind of deja vu situation is everyone can see we needed maybe one defensive midfield cover I think still 
and a striker, and he still hasn't, as we're speaking today, there's still weeks to go in the, in, to give him credit, weeks or to give him a chance, there's still weeks to go, he may make a signing, who knows. But as we stand right now, he still hasn't made the signings that, for me, we obviously needed to make us absolute obvious challengers for the league. What do you think? No? I would, I would say um, that from January onwards... Um, last year, I mean, the majority of what went wrong happened before January, didn't it? Well, the, worst, the worst start the worst, in 35 yeah. years. Yeah. yeah. So the, I mean, so from January onwards, we were pretty much consistently, you know, bar the Monaco yeah. moment. But apart from that, that was that was a real positive step forward, wasn't it? And would, would we? I can't remember the stats, but would we have won the league had it been based on January things? I think, I think? Yeah, and that, I think the, the Monaco game, so we started to like have a game plan for the big teams yeah. but we still didn't have a game plan for the little teams and I think Monaco was an example of us going, well we can just play a normal yeah, game, yeah. not really focus right. too much on the opposition and we got done by a very tactical coach and then uh, like, what gave me a little bit of hope that actually we're taking every game serious was the way that we played against Villa went out with a game mm. plan, mm. smashed them um, and, and took a, took a, like a an FA Cup final to dominate mm. in that way shows the absolute focus that we had. And the season before, in the same competition, we didn't have that focus, and we went two down, yeah, like yeah. like fairly early on. Yeah. So I, I I just think that you know it's going to be tough and it's going to be close. But I feel like we've got a very good squad, and if it like Man United won the league in Alex Ferguson's last year with a very very average team that was fitter than everybody else, had a better recovery process, and they had a good strategy that went through the season. So I don't I don't and feel that Robin Van Persie though. Yeah, they did have room with a person, but I don't I think that Chelsea, I don't think I think Chelsea have that there are quite a few things that could go wrong there uh, this season. I think everything went well for them last year. And in and in the they played pretty much the same team from the start of the season the whole way through and they really, really fell off towards the end. Like they kind of stumbled over the line. If they had mm-hmm. that approach this year And we were still twelve points back. Yeah, but, I th- but, but those twelve points terrib- were lost early on. Yeah, that was that yeah. terrible, terrible stuff. And Cochlan wasn't around. Yeah, and yeah, and yeah. Thierry actually made a point at the uh, Dream Team event at the Sun last night. Is that dropping night. A-listers? <laughs> I didn't socialise in any way with him. He wasn't sitting next to me in first class He's a lovely on a plane. Man. Yeah. Seemed like a lovely man. Yeah. Um, and even Teddy Sheringham came across all right. He kind of said, look, if, you're gonna, if you lose more than two games in the Premier League, you're, you're in trouble in terms of if you want to win the league. And that's still a little bit of an... Like, can we really imagine that we won't get beat more than twice next year? Hand on heart, I'm not sure at the moment. Like we need some strengthening if we're going to do that. Did anyone ask Thierry the obvious question about is he still believe that we need a world class striker and that Giroud isn't one? No, the questions were outrageously bad. In fact, the first question of the whole night, and this is the problem when the you know if you invite members of the public, you have to allow their questions. So the first question that sounds like a ridiculous thing to say <laughs> we but way you wouldn't believe there. the way <laughs> they had all these people handing out microphones and the first question was a bloke who shouldn't have been handed the microphone potentially because he starts going on he clearly got a bit drunk and he starts going Teddy I want to talk to you about that game against France at Euro 2004 when you hit the bar. And everyone's thinking, oh, T- Teddy Sheringham didn't play in this game. <laughs> <laughs> but Thierry did. So Thierry had to bail him out of that one. But the questions weren't brilliant. There was one good question, actually. So Thierry got asked, to see if you can guess the answer. Thierry got asked, what was the best goal you've ever seen a teammate score? Any that come to mind during his time at Arsenal? Well, I would suggest 
Bergkamp, right. uh, Newcastle. Exactly what I was thinking in my head. Yeah. And Thierry then went on to give this bizarre story about a, a game in training where Canu <laughs> put six <laughs> different players on, on their bums, apparently, and then went, like, left Seaman, sold Seaman a couple of dummies and put it in the net. And for all his time in world football, having played with everyone, <laughs> his main memory about the best goal he claims he ever scored was Canu in training he in about score. 1999. I've, um, I've been doing some research on that particular number 25 for, uh, for reasons that I can't explain at the moment, uh, but um, all will become apparent soon, hopefully. Canu sold semen, is there? <laughs> <phrase I'm> remembering <laughs> from that um, story. I have, do you um, know what? I have heard that story before. I think you saw that story before, yeah. the Canu goal in training story. But, so I've definitely heard it before. I mean, he did score some amazing goals, because when I do yeah. the research for the interviews that we do pitch side, you know, it's a great chance to go back and watch some of these fantastic goals that, or play that these guys have actually been involved with. And... Um, that, gut, that, that what you just said rem, that reminds me of the Deportivo La Coruña goal. Do you remember when he, he, he sort of yeah. brilliant individual goal, the, goal the goalkeeper on, yeah. the eyes, didn't he? And then just sort of tapped it in. That was on the way to um, losing that final against Galatasaray. Mm. Oh, just about, do we have a number 25 at the moment? Because Jenkinson's gone, has he? He's, going to, he's on loan. He's on do loan. Do we have a number yeah. 25? I was wondering, is that, is that what you're up to? Are we about to sign someone who's going to take the 25 <laughs> shirt and you're looking back at uh, former players that have played on the number 25 yeah, shirt? There's nothing that exciting. No, no. Oh, that's well, desperately on, disappointing. On, on Carnu, <laughs> my criminology degree was being put to oh, use. Sorry, Josh. On Carnu, didn't Fat Ronaldo say that Carnu was the best player that he'd ever played with? Well, something along those about, lines, yeah. didn't he when, he, when he moved over? He was, he was magic, wasn't he? Like, some of the goals that Carnu scored. Mm. Like, he was Chelsea spectacular game, in such a weird way. Against, against Chelsea. Chelsea. And that yeah. goal, because that goal, it was a hat-trick in 15 minutes. The one against Borough? In the middle of the back flick in yeah. the 6-1. That was outrageous. Yeah. Oh. And the flick over at the Tottenham goal as well. Such a good flick. Flick over Stephen, who is it? Um, in front of the defenders. I want to say Stephen Carr, but I'm not sure. Can I just say, officially, because we haven't got a 25, but officially Jenkins is on loan, so he's, he's 25 still. But we've got like 23, 24, 26. It's quite exciting, 25-wise. 25 shirt news-wise. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wouldn't expect Nigel to, to come here and, and tell us what's going on. But um, I imagine by the, you know, a few days' time, we'll know who the new number 25 are. So it's according to Nigel. <laughs> Benzema. Kareem Benzema is going to be number 25. You heard it here first, everyone. What? Did, did you see that someone had bought a Benzema Arsenal yes. shirt? Isn't that outrageous? What sort of parent allows their son to do that? He might have been called Benzema, though. He might have been his surname. Yeah, like your mum knew. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no one knew that. It's my dad's. Your right. dad, Benzema. Yeah, <laughs> Anyway, I'll take on board all of your, all of your theories. But So, I think we've, we've covered that I, I'm being pessimistic and people can slag me off. You're, you do not. I mean, I think you, you make club, good points. At the club, there's, a, there's definitely yes. a, a more there's positive a feeling, outlook right. this season. Okay. There's a great feeling. At the club. I came from Arsenal this afternoon. I was just doing a voiceover there. And there's just a great feeling about the place at the moment. Going into the new season, you know, off the back of those pre-season and trophies as well and yeah. the unity within the, the squad you know if we can keep everyone fit I mean, I'm why ex- not give it a go I'm excited about one thing because we've got to touch on the community shield I'm excited about the fact that clearly Theo is our number one choice up front now <laughs> finally after all these years what are you shaking your head about Josh? Well, I, I'm not sure I agree well he is our number one choice yeah I'm not sure I think massive I, season I, for I, Theo mass- this. I, I could easily anticipate Giroud playing on Sunday against West Ham ahead of Theo absolutely I could he played him in the cup final. He was first in the cup final. His first shot. Community was a big. He was playing his his eighteen, wasn't he? For me, or didn't Nigel? What do you think? Well, I I agree, but maybe he was lining up his best eleven to face that particular opposition. 
Uh, which is again what he did against Villa. He yeah. thought Theo's got the pace. This is, this is the new Arsene Wenger. Yeah. He has plans. He, has he, plans. he thinks, hey, so there then, is a slow defence there. We will use a fast player to yeah. go against them. Oh, okay. uh, so as, to, as you saw, I, I don't know if you saw this over your breakfast, if you saw that <laughs> <laughs> this moment, where, um, I mean, it was very early on, wasn't it? Within the first 10 seconds, we'd already attacked their goal, you know, on yeah. Sunday. And oh, that yeah. was the, the yeah, ox was that. just like, yeah. Yeah. and that pace... He was you man know, of the match, wasn't he? He yeah, was brilliant. He was fantastic. Yeah. And what a goal as well. Which you almost, yeah. I thought he almost needed to be because I, th- I was thinking pre-season it could be a difficult season for him because I don't think he is a number one starter. Right? I, mean, I love him, but with the squad we've got and the, the kind of lots of people vying for midfield roles and stuff, but he was so good. But he's, he's almost different like, again. Though, yeah, I think he? I think he's going to. I think he's going to be electric this season. The, the one thing with the Ox and it's the same with Jack Wilshire is can he go more than four games without picking up an injury? That's it. That's well, that's going to be. You say we're not going to get any injuries. Yeah, but season. I think some people are just injury prone. Like Jack Wilshire is just just injury prone, isn't he? Like he's he's yeah. out of the running straight away again. Um, How long Andy is he Chamberlain, out for now? Is he out? Is he out? Three weeks. Okay. Uh, three, three weeks. And uh, like, the, if if he has another season like he did last season, it's kind of like you you have to ask the question whether you keep him on because like, yeah. he's he's got yeah. a problem. But and Chamberlain's another one like he is he, he doesn't play he doesn't stay fit long enough to get a good run to show the talent he has. But yeah. I think he's such an explosive player. He's just so exciting yeah. the way he runs at defences is so exciting that finish it? was unbelievable yeah. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah that was brilliant we, I mean the community shield we, 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 we've kind of c- covered it a little bit but the big issue we have to address from the community shield and I did watch the the end of the community shield in some detail on my iPad and um, there was that the, the shaking hands issue which I do always find hilarious but my 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 um, before because I was in America so I wasn't getting the there was no wasn't getting much of a commentary and I wasn't getting much you know immediate reaction from all the mad people on Twitter and all the journalists I was watching it and all I saw was Marino standing there quite ostentatiously shaking the hand of every single Arsenal player when they came down being really Mourinho-esque about it like I'm standing here I'm going I'm like showing what a great man I am I'm such a sportsman I'm shaking the hand of every bloody Arsenal player Wenger does, uh, does a brilliant swerve to avoid him <laughs> and he kind of and Mourinho's like make, for me like Mourinho 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 almost engineered it do you know what I mean like he wanted to make a big deal of that fucking handshake and good on Wenger for snubbing him because you can't on the one hand you know Mourinho be a twat to him all the time and slag him off and saying he's an expert in failure and then expect Wenger to be friendly with him at the end of the match in such a kind of obvious way that was my interpretation the only thing I thought on it was does it prove that it still bothers that, that Mourinho does bother him so much because if he as he says he doesn't care about what he says and it was more important for the players psychologically that they were able to beat a Mourinho team than it is for him then why can't he shake like why, by, by avoiding him and by not shaking his hand of course he doesn't like him as a person but he could be the bigger man about it no because I think for, 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 for me it's about keeping it real it's, more, it's not about he's getting to him it's about he clearly slags me off all the time takes every opportunity to be really disrespectful why should I respect him back in this, in this, in this moment that's, that's my interpretation I, and, I, and I like Wenger for that I think it's, it's right if, he, if Wenger thinks some bloke is constantly kneeling at him and not, and not respecting him in real, it's life isn't it it's like it's from there's some myth about handshaking in football but for me it's like no it's real life if someone's being a twat to you and has been for years and years and years why suddenly be polite and shake their hand Nigel what do you think it's going to rumble isn't it this it's going to rumble and rumble yeah. and rumble and that's and the press are going to love it you know that's the one it's a, it's a huge story isn't it And well the, it's not a huge story but they're making it a huge story do you think the players yeah. care A care B do you think they actually quite like it 
I mean, that's my suspicion that they're kind of they'd rather he, you know, kind of takes a stand. I think they quite like the fact that he's kind of having a go. At me. It makes it it makes it a more interesting contest, I suppose, doesn't it? When you think back to the um, the Fergie days at Man United, you know, in the um, that w- when they were Arsenal and Man United were the main title challengers, you know, Pizza Gate and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, it, we've been there before, really, haven't we? Yeah. And, he used um, to say Ferguson, is, didn't he? I think I think this is quite a neat. I think he's more. I think something about Marino is more annoying than even Fergie. I think it's, a, it's just a lack of respect, isn't it? I mean, to yeah, he, Ferguson, he disliked, maybe but respected, and this is not the same. Pete, if I'm honest, it's not something that's been discussed at okay. the club, oh, okay. so that's I, interesting. I wouldn't, I wouldn't Pete? know. I just think he's. A, I think Mourinho is a, is a disgusting man. I think he's. And I don't. I don't think there's like he's 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 uh, like he was in the press last week uh, and he quipped about Rafa Benitez being fat. Like like oh, the sort of thing he? a twelve year old. Yeah, he made a he made a really disgusting quip about Benitez. This this is the guy. He's, he's in the papers today talking about uh, Wenger's improper behaviour. This is a guy that gouged Tito Villanova's eye. Yes, a, a, a El Clasico. Yeah. Like he's got no right. And I, 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 I like the fact that Wenger took a bit of control there mm. and ignored him yeah. because as soon as Mourinho gets his handshake, like, he's on top. I'm exactly. Thinking, like, it's I exactly what I'd yeah. do. I'd be like, yeah. do you know what? Like, save your handshake, yeah. fuck off, and we'll win the league, yeah. and, uh, and, and you know, well, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> because uh, and I think that the best way to respond to that is, is having a brilliant season. And, and hopefully the players thrive off that. That's also the photo, isn't it, that they're waiting to yeah. get? And yeah. if he'd have done, and the, and the symbolic, if he had, if Wenger had have shaken his hand, it would have been a symbol of, I forgive him. That's how it would have been interpreted. And, you know, you can say what the hell you like. No, don't forgive him. As you say, he's, he's, a, he's the, a horrible... The, yeah, and, and the bigger man thing. So, actually, the bigger man wouldn't make those horrible little bitchy comments no, exactly. all the time. Yeah. So it's, it's, yeah. he, he, Mourinho needs to grow up. But the, yeah. pre, the press... You can't pick should, and choose, can the, you? Yeah, the he press should round when him. we're all being classy, you know, yeah. all of a sudden. Suddenly he's being classy in one game. So, the, the, Mourinho... No, Mourinho was disliked by the press in Italy. Yeah. He was disliked by the press in Spain. And he comes back to England. And Wenger's comment last week about you can continue your loving with Mourinho. Really, really, yeah. really pertinent comment because yeah. it's, the, the, the press falling over Mourinho is embarrassing. It's like, I know he gives you a great comment, but can't you delve into it a little bit, challenge him a little bit? Like, he's just a guy. I don't understand why he gets such a, a, an easy ride by, yeah, by the agree. press over here. I'm totally in, in agreement. Well, he Josh? makes their life easier, I think, doesn't he? Because he creates stories for them i guess yeah exactly i've been in i've been in the press conferences where where you know the the type the the typing on the keyboard's been quite slow and then Mourinho will drop one of his uh, his classic lines and suddenly it's like steam coming off and you go well that's next week's news sorted then yeah. you know and, but I, th- yeah. I think it comes down to and I, I don't mean to like but there, there are some fantastic journalists over here but the level of journalism in this country compared to what you get in Germany, what you get in France. Like, it's, it's just not that detailed. It's very tabloidy. And, I, and, I, and Mourinho works, uh, works in that level. But when you've got like, journalists like Rafa Honigstein and you, you read how he talks about Bayern Munich or writes about Bayern Munich and uh, the level of detail that they go into yeah. and when Pep Guardiola's playing up and how they dissect every, everything that he does and then they go into all of this detail, you just don't get that over here. It's just like, ah, you know, the story with all of the press is the handshake. What a boring story to run with. You've got nothing better to write about. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you think back about the big Premier League rivalries, they generally need to come from two of the top competing clubs, and Arsenal, Man United, obviously was. There was a time it was Liverpool with Benitez and, and Ferguson. It's the first time there's a possibility of doing that again, because Man City, uh, the manager changes every two years, so you don't have the opportunity to build up this ongoing rumble. Now that, you know, 
Wenger and Mourinho you know, are there for a few years together. I just think psychologically for the players, a lot of players would have been on that pitch on Sunday who would have been you know, victims of like the 6-0 at Stamford Bridge and have been beaten so many times by Mourinho. I know it's only pre-season, but what a moment for them just to get it off their backs and just feel like we can compete. And as much as I was being slightly... you know suggesting that he could have been Wenger could have just taken the handshake and shown it didn't mean that much to him I also love the fact that I also am like you I love the fact that he wants to be a little bit on you know principled on it I'm glad we agreed on that Um, (laughs) then uh, we should also talk about we're running out of time so we've got to talk about the new kit briefly we've got to talk about season predictions in the season predictions thing on the menu Josh you've written will it be the double or the treble we win this year that's that's uh, we've already won the the treble haven't we won the treble so we've won the Emirates what was it called the cup thing Barclays thing Barclays Asia Trophy oh yeah Emirates Cup Emirates Cup Community Shield Shield. so we've got three trophies when they talk about Pep Guardiola's six trophies is one they they put the super cup in there and the Super yeah, Cup is basically bullshit. the charity yeah. shield of Europe, right? right. Yeah, that's true. Like, you have to win something to get yeah. into the, ch- the, the But it's the still considered shield. a major trophy. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, okay, so, so we've won three major trophies already. Yes. Yeah, so, oh, so we're going to predict... So we're going to get for the Sept 2, Sept 2 pool, is oh, it? Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so the thing, I want your predictions for not only West Ham on Sunday, oh, you've got who's your 11? We, we haven't got time for that. For I might, although I play the same bloody team you played against Chelsea, personally. Um, and we've got also got to talk about the um, the fact that uh, you can join our dream team. We all pick dream teams, haven't we? You and I have, Josh. Have you two got involved? Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, because well, I we'll love look. fantasy football. <laughs> well, it is. Well, okay. I've picked a brilliant team. Let me just yeah. say. So basically, if you go to www.dreamteamfc.com, register a team for free, and then you can join our league, the Football Statistically Arsenal League, by entering the pin number eight three nine four nine three zero, and you get a signed shirt to, to signed shirt to a player picked out randomly. Oh, one person. Okay, there you go. It's a competition. Um, so, uh, and there'll be a listen. There'll be you can listen later this week for some exclusive betting odds and offers from Labrooks that we've wrangled out of them. Um, but your, t- what do you know? What your team off the top of your head? Because you haven't printed it out, have you? I don't think. Okay. Well, well uh, <laughs> giving the game away with sharing a microphone here, boys. Yeah. Um, I I did try and put as many Arsenal players as I could into my team. Uh, Petr Cech made it in. Koscielny yeah. made it in. I went with Monreal. I wasn't sure. You know, because but I think he just has to continue starting ahead of Gibbs. I put Theo in there because he's a midfielder in the Sun Dream team, which I quite liked. Kazora, I put in there, and Giroud up front. <laughs> Actually, is, is, how many Arsenal players is that no, in the eleven? How many? It was six. It was six. <laughs> okay, and a few others. I, Ivanovic, I allowed in. I quite like him. Yeah. Uh, Southampton defender Suarez. Suarez, I think their new right back. He looked very good against Arnhem in the uh, Europa League. I watched a bit of that. Uh, Yannick Balassi made an appearance, and then Benteke. I think that's just that's well remembered off the top of your head. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've, let, let me. I'll just quickly run through my team. Check and Gowie, obviously. Cahill, Koscielny, Baines, Lane Ooh, Baines, mm-hmm. Skirtle. Still going strong for Liverpool, I feel. Yeah. Strong defence, I think. No? Walcott is, Walcott is in the midfield section, yeah, brilliantly. He's going to get goals. Sun. Yeah, he's going to get goals. Yeah. Rodwell, I've gone for. Could have a good season. And Schweinsteiger, the player we should have bought, obviously. Outrate what? This is a crap team. <laughs> this is Leighton Baines, right? Everton. It was good about three years ago. Everton are not a top half team anymore. Leighton Baines is. Can I just say, not every player that does well is in the top half. And so, all right, let me finish my team. Rodriguez from Southampton. I admit that's the cheap player I had to buy because I was spending a lot of money. Sturridge and Costa. 
Guaranteed goals there. Unlike if you start picking Arsenal forwards, you're gonna to have to make a lot St- of transfers. Sturridge and Costa. Yeah. <laughs> That's two injury prone really strikers. Uh, the three games that they play, yeah, I'm sure you get lots of points. <laughs> and uh, Jack Rodwell. I mean, I mean, I might play a similar number of Premier League games in this season. Oh, okay. He's been anyway. waiting to come good for a few years, hasn't yeah. he? Yeah, yeah. Right, those my, I've got two players that are quite cheap because I had to had to because I've got so I've spent all my money on Costa. But I, this whole thing, I think you're wrong about Costa. I think he's like much much better. You've striker. researched your team from like News Now 2012. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Cocky, you're telling me you think Costa's going to score fewer goals than our than like I reckon Sanchez will score more goals than Costa. I think you've picked this team whilst on your flights home when you've had too many free <laughs> games. That's the only explanation, boy. <laughs> well, anyway, you can pick your own dream team at www.dreamteamfc.com. Uh, let's, let's talk about oh, yeah, the, the strip. So, first of all, um, the, the home strip is ludicrous for me. It's like got this button thing at the top. Um, and a terrible round Nehru collar type affair. I'm holding it up. Josh is going to take. I mean, everyone's seen it. Josh is going to take a photo of it. Um, but I'm wondering whether your negative opinion of this is because <laughs> Josh didn't get invited to the launch. Oh yeah, we didn't get invited to the uh, launch of the strip, whereas you did. Yes, I want to talk about this. I don't know who's doing the PR for Puma or whoever was in charge of invites, but some of the people I saw getting invited on Twitter who were busy taking photos. I mean, they wouldn't know who Christopher Ray is. Some of them. And yet they're getting invited. I, I just want to say if anyone's listening has any contacts with who is doing the invites for these kind of things, I mean, I was offended to say the least. Um, were you invited? No, Why were you not invited? Yeah, I was invited either. No, were you hosting it, Nigel? I was, of course. With, with Thierry, oh. my co presenter. Oh, wow, wow. <laughs> so, well, paint the scene. We're running out of time. But yeah. when you're st- sitting there backstage, like, what, are you, are you bantering with Thierry? You know, Thierry you? and I were talking about, uh, about Colombo, the detective which is the name he gave to uh, Coquelin, of course, last season. And we were talking about how he thought he was uh, Arsenal's player of the season. So we're having a chat about that. And um, he was asked if he wanted to rehearse as well. And he said, no, he didn't need to. So we just went, he's just so cool. What a pro. (laughs) Oh, I was holding a photo of, oh yeah, there it is. Josh is showing me a photo of the Stream Team launch with Thierry, Teddy Sheringham. I mean, why ruin it with Teddy Sheringham? And um, hosted by that uh, Sun, Sean Custis from the Sun. Um, it was an amazing event, clearly. But Thierry was just, he's just a natural presenter. He, was a, he had an earpiece in and everything, so he was getting directions well, he's, from. He's not a yeah. natural presenter, is he? Because he got a lot of flack last season, didn't he? I wonder whether. Well, no, is was, he going to be like well, saying. He wasn't presenting, though. He was being controversy a pundit, wasn't a lot. he then? So he was being a pundit then. And oh, so okay. This was him but just being himself, about? talking to the crowd, and he was doing Vox Pots with the crowd and stuff. And we were like, wow. He, could, oh, the kid <laughs> launch, yeah, yeah, he was very good last night, I thought, because. He was very humble as well because Sean Custis was asking, you know, about you've obviously left playing. You, you, are you thinking about becoming a manager at the moment? You're doing journalism. And he was very humble to say, look, I know, you know, I had some criticism at the beginning and I'm trying to get better and I feel I am getting better at it. So I think he's very aware that, you know, he's not been a complete unbridled success on the Sky thing. I think as much as fans were talking about that, that must get through somehow to the player. I, I think with uh, Thierry, when, it, when, he was, when he first got into punditry, it's like, it, you can imagine that when he's in a social situation, it doesn't matter what he says, everybody loves it, and then all of a sudden he's in a situation where yeah. he's doing that and people are paying to hear him yeah, say pretty good, much nothing. Point, yeah. And I wonder whether now he's realised actually I have to have a bit of personality of, and offer an opinion. A lot of people said the only reason he said the whole Giroud thing was because he had to be more controversial. I think that's a bit... I don't think that's true. I think, I think he honestly believes that. 
as I <laughs> that we need a world class striker in Giroud, isn't it? But you, but it's good. That he, you're saying he should be the presenter of Sky Sports. He get rid of whoever. Who's the presenter? Of, um, <laughs> Ed of Chamberlain. And, Ed Chamberlain. So you think yeah. Thierry's good? That could be the new role. He takes over. I think he's brilliant. I he think is. he was he was absolutely and a joy to work with. You know, sometimes when you're presenting, you yeah. know, and you obviously get stuck with a co-presenter sometimes, and you go, oh no, there's no chemistry here or whatever. Yeah. This is going to be hard work. But with Thierry, it's like, wow, this is okay. This is easier than yes, I thought you two it would could be, be a duo from now on. I think you can co-host I don't know, everything. I don't know how Thierry would feel about that. I'd, I'm quite happy to do that. Have so. you got his mobile phone number? Did you sort oh, them I don't have his mobile phone. Okay, next time. Next time. Um, next go on. Oh, yeah. so, quick question. I know we've got to wrap up. I'm just interested about because Nigel was on pre-season with everyone. So do you, I just want to know who you get on best with from the, all the players that you went away. Who's easiest to work with then? Because you mentioned Thierry being easy. Thierry's like amazing. The, I mean, but of the current squad, of the current squad, they're all pretty much really down to earth guys and if you have moments with them where you walk past them or see them or whatever they all they're all they're all stop and talk to you and have nice moments theo is you'll be pleased to know theo is always one of my favorites Boyd's nodding yeah Boyd is nodding with a big smile so theo's one of the theo um the ox yeah. um i'm a big i've worked a lot with Wojciech over the years and i all he's, well gutted I, he's gone he's got no one to go who's <laughs> yeah. so he going to come stumbling out of jack, nightclubs with? jack is always great to work with and I must tell you about this. I had a, a Petr Cech lift moment in Singapore. Um, and um, this was just after we'd done the, um, the Away Kit launch. So the first time I'd met Petr was actually on stage at the Away Kit launch. And we were talking about, um, you know, obviously the question was, so how are you finding Arsenal so far on stage? That was the first time we met. Finished the kit launch, got back to the hotel. I came out of my room and suddenly saw Petr come out of his room and we both walked to the lift. And um, so I thought, well, I've got to, you know, how, how are you enjoying settling into life at Arsenal? How did you enjoy that? All that kind of stuff. Just the two of us. And he is the loveliest man. And he instantly makes you feel as though you've known him for years. And everyone at the club has said that since he's arrived. It feels as though he's been there forever because you just, he just puts you at ease straight away mm. to the extent that he was going down to the sixth floor. I think we were on the eighth floor. He was going down to the sixth floor for a stretch. I was going down to the bar <laughs> in the lobby. And um, he was just carrying on talking. So when the doors opened on the sixth floor, he carried on, walked out of the lift. And I went, well... I've got to walk with him. <laughs> I can't. I can't just stop and carry on going down. So I. So at this random moment where Petter was just talking, and I went, "Well, I'll just walk with him then." And we carried on talking, and then he finished and went, "Right, well, I'll go back downstairs again now." Oh, so, um, nice. but a really, really lovely man, and then instantly feels at home at the club, as opposed um, to the goofball Chesney. I'm, I'm not expecting his. No, no, no. I love uh, Wojciech. I think he's, he's great, and I hope he returns. I really do, and I think uh, he will. I, I'm, I'm glad that he's def- definitely, hopefully, not going to. Roma is like where we is our castoffs, isn't it? Just on the Czech situation, I thought it was an amazing embrace between him and Metasaka. Yes, that was. I was going to mention he looked. First of all, I was going to mention how he looked absolutely ecstatic to have won that game. I mean, like, you kind of obviously you're happy, but like, even among all the players, he looked so happy. And that big hug with uh, yeah, he's did he lovely mouth. Yeah. But didn't he mouth to him? I told you we'd win. I think he did. Yeah, 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 that was that was beautiful. Yeah, but, uh, no, he's he, and he looks as though you know at the Emirates Cup and then in Asia and. Um, you know, on Sunday as well. Doesn't it look as though he's played for us for a few years as well? Yeah, 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 does, yeah. 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 totally. That right. save, yeah, fantastic. Yeah, so right, so let's get predictions. Um, f- so first of all, what's going to happen against West Ham? Which we haven't really talked to that much about, but that's fine. And where do you, th- you think we're going to finish in the league? I want those two predictions from you. I'm going to start with Psychic Josh. Well, I think West Ham are going to have a really poor season. I think they're going to miss Allardyce. I think the way they've been playing in this Europa League qualifiers, they've, they've so lucky they're even still still in it they went to Malta and beat their fourth or fifth best team only on penalties I think it's a great first game for us I think we'll win 2-0 3-0 
And um, for the season, I've backed Arsenal with money because I think the value, but second, second overall, I think if we have to come down to one answer. So you couldn't even go there. You don't even think we're going to win. Uh, Nigel. Uh, well, being the club man, I've got yes. to say, we've got to do it, haven't we? Um, you know, um, I think, I don't see why, why we shouldn't, first or second, definitely, uh, for us this year, with the spirit that's in, in there at the moment. And um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm definitely, personally, my, my opinion, not the opinion of Arsenal Football Club, <laughs> yes. is that we will be uh, definitely there or thereabouts. Okay. Um, for Sunday, yeah. I think, again, a win West Ham have got, problems haven't they at the moment with um, Valencia's out um, I think I was looking earlier Sacco's the only of last season's first choice strikers who's available for Sunday so um, they've got the Europa League tomorrow night oh god yeah as well um, and they're trying to bring in I read earlier um, if you believe it um, Hernandez from Man United <laughs> um, they're trying to get a loan deal for another player from Atletico Madrid but there's a problem with the work permit, so they're trying all these different... So I think it's probably a very good time to play them on Sunday, and hopefully we'll bring home the three points. Pete? Uh, oh, what yeah. score? Sorry, no, just oh, need a score. score for you. That's bringing home the three points three. is good enough. 3-0. Three 3-0? Nil. Three nil? Three three nil. Three, three nil, yeah. Pete? I think, I think we're probably going to start the season like a, like a freight train. I think that like 2-3-0 um, will beat West Ham. I think they made a terrible decision getting rid of Sam Allardyce. Like, careful what you wish for yeah. to the extreme. Yeah. Um, and I, 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 I'm not Come here. on, say it. Well, say I, I'm, it. I'm not here all this season. Oh, where so are you I'm going? Mo- I'm moving to um, New York with Bloody work. Hell. What? And because Hold of on. that... <laughs> Yeah, because because of that, yeah. it's you'll be down the blind pig every every it's, week. It's going to be, heard be of the blind pig. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be just my luck yeah. that we win the league after you know the last eleven years of oh, right, most. Yeah. So I, I I I think we could win the league this year, and Good you man. might as well like you might as well back them. Are you going to keep up the Grove and all your blogging and all that from from New York? No, it's oh, all about oh. baseball for me from now on. It's <laughs> <laughs> all about the Yankees. Me? Oh yeah. What do I? Th- I think we're going to. Beat, uh, we'll beat West Ham. Um, yeah, I'm going to say four-one, and I think we're definitely not going to win the league. I'll tell you that now for nothing. And we'll, I mean, I think we'll probably come third. I, you know, I'm sorry. I think we'll probably come third again. With that attitude, I think you could think probably Chelsea, ride the Grove. Yeah, I could. You could take over. Can we Chelsea, book our places City, on the last podcast of the season? Yeah, and listen back to tonight. Mark my. I mean, I love it. I love nothing better. Yeah. But I just, I think mean, maybe you'll buy Benzema in the next week. And if we bought Benzema, be. would you? Yes, I think that then th- that's yeah. a weak league winning. Yeah, if you want guys a world class striker, we would win the league definitely. But we yeah. have not got one, and it's, I think it's a big problem. Um, on that positive, now oh, we should say Monday. So this we're, we're recording this when this is now Wednesday, the day of the Chiefs strike. By the way, thanks everyone for coming in yeah. on the day of the Chiefs strike. But next Monday, recording our second podcast season, and we have a very special guest. The haven't we? Should I say this now? And then if he doesn't show up, yeah. <laughs> you can all blame us. The le- the one and only legend of Lauren is here ah. actual genuine invincible that's interesting yeah, yeah. Um, so that's exciting and also Alex Brooks is supposed to come in on hopefully the nice. great um, I'm, I, I, at the moment I'm trying to avoid the thing that I'm supposed to be doing which is clashing at the same time but Josh will definitely be here I'll be here you've got a choice of Lenny Henry yeah. or Lauren yeah. I know where I'd be <laughs> <laughs> with Lenny Henry but I didn't get an invite <laughs> no. yeah, I'm supposed to be home hosting a thing with Lenny Henry which clashes with Lauren but let's, we'll, we'll sort that out 
But thank you so much. Great uh, to see you. Yeah, thanks, Pete. Thanks, Nigel. Thank you. Thanks, Psychic Josh. We've got this epic 45 minutes we've gone on for today. But first one of the season. You've got to allow for yeah. that, haven't you? Indulgence. Uh, yeah. indulge, we've indulged ourselves. It's a pre-season, pre-season as well. special. Pre-season special. Oh, who have you got? Do you know the, your guest is going to be on uh, Sunday? On? You may have just mentioned him. So, yeah. <laughs> oh! Well, you get to I hear couldn't, him twice. I couldn't confirm that. Or we're, we're, we're waiting to find out, actually. There's two possibilities at the moment. Oh, okay. And we never like to say, just in case there is a, as you just said, yeah, a mystery we, guest. We, 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 yeah. we land ourselves. We never like to confirm. So I normally announce it actually on the day once we know they're in the building. Oh, but um, possibly, possibly that person, possibly yeah. another person, possibly two of them together. Oh, interesting. Who knows? Very Wait and see. Come to the game and see. But Come to yeah. the game, um, listen in for next week. Just wants to say something else. Go, go into Dream Team. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely going to the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, not, I'm, I'm not doing Lemmy Henry for two whole days, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> Sunday and Monday. Pete, are you going? When do you move to New York then? When's this happen? October. October, okay. All right. I, I'm going to the game, though, yeah. Okay. Josh, anything else to say? No, I was always, I'm not there. I'm on a stag in oh, Croatia. Oh, you twat. Yeah. What? A stag in Croatia? You'll be back for Laurent. Laure- 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 How do you pronounce his name? Is L- it Laurent? Laurent. Laurent. You're Laurent. saying Laurent. Yeah. Well, I thought it was Laurent. I thought there was like an owl going on. P, and you should you know. You, you must get told, don't you, how to pronounce these names? We normally get a sheet telling us, yeah, oh, to make sure. Can you email me? If you, yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll ask Monday. the powers that be. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. Sorry, 50 minutes. Uh, see you next week. Bye. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.